Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. How's it going? <laughs> I'm Alex the Humanoid. Welcome back to Chaos Inc., an identical noir podcast produced every other week here by us at Humanoid Games. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> we had a kind of a rough start. We we're so good at this. We're so professional. <laughs> so I'm identical tonight. Just not so, at this. Yes. So, everyone, please welcome in our great cast. We're going to just start at the top. We first have Kaylee, who plays Chone. Hi there, and oh, I need a quote. Um, let's see. The building on was the building was on fire, and it wasn't my fault. It's one of the best opening lines from a book ever. Mm. I, I actually that is a really good one. I Dresden Files. Best of times, worst uh. of times. Next, we have Michael playing Maxi. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. What? M- Maxie and Caleb are coming to you from a blurry void right now. I'm not <laughs> sure why, but they are. Okay. Uh, we were theorizing before the show that Caleb is actually secretly an operator and he's somewhere in the Ukrainian hinterlands right now. <laughs> I don't believe we're allowed to either talk confirm about that nor right deny. <laughs> With that, I will introduce Caleb, who is playing <laughs> Zed Lane. Yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus. And finally, we have Steph <laughs> playing Apex. Let's make some chaos. Oh, you're gonna say cake, and I was really excited for a minute. Oh, damn, cake damn is it. better. Cake sounds <laughs> great. Cake first, chaos second. Okay. Yes, there we go. <laughs> That's the quote. So, uh, again, tonight we're gonna play some Identico. If you would like to support the show. We actually have a Hero Forge affiliate link now. Hero Forge makes some great custom miniatures. In fact, everybody in this cast, or most of them, I think, have gone in and built themselves in Hero Forge. And maybe at some point we'll show those on stream what those would look like, what all these characters would look like in miniature form. But I've dropped our affiliate link in there. So if you're going to go in there, create some awesome custom miniatures. I actually have a couple. I do. Oh, I do. So they make full color all the way through miniatures oh, right man. here. I this seen guy them, like... has a submachine gun and like a chain scythe because that <laughs> you can make very like Ravi looking stuff. This guy's got like cyber wings and a pistol. So Hero Forge does make some really high quality product. I love it a lot. So if you're going to go grab it, grab it using our affiliate link in the chat. We're going to put that a few other places. We appreciate your support. It's just another way you can help out the show. Let's talk about last time. So the team managed to um, very adroitly actually bluff their way back through the checkpoint into Silicon City. 
where they decided it was time to regroup. After some discussion, they decided that maybe their apartment that had been surveilled by drones and people was probably not the best place to start hanging out and reconstitute themselves. So they got themselves a fancy schmancy hotel in downtown Silicon City, where they availed themselves of the lovely facilities, uh, courtesy of Zed's friend with benefits. I think that's what we want to use. Mm. Situation. Oh, wait, situationship. That's oh, wow. Situationship. Uh, who got them into the hotel. And uh, they availed themselves of the lovely facilities. Everybody got cleaned up. And then Alondra brought them a surprise guest, Jackson Howe, the CEO of Postulate Waste Products, one of the erstwhile sages, and the person who knows more about what's going on. After some long discussions, Jackson gave them some possible targets for their next levels of chaos. And in an, uh, in a, in a bid to keep Omni on their side, also gave them a request for proposal to pass on to Omni to keep them in Omni's good graces for some stuff for the solar system mining collection. Collective, thank you, which, thank the Chone for that one. Yep, and that was that was Chone's play. So Zed and the team and Chone passed that on to their VP while also angling to get Apex some double dipping action right there where they got Apex hired at an appropriate salary, uh, yeah. courtesy Maxi's strong negotiating tactics mm. with their VP about what was an appropriate salary for her work. And uh, Apex was hired by Omni officially to be part of the team. On a month-to-month -month basis. On a, on a month-to-month yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah. No, no commitments. Time, Maxi got to use his <laughs> HR skills for good. <laughs> Yes, and Maxi also it. assured Apex that if they were to terminate her employment, he would not terminate her. Yes. And there was some discussion about Which that. Very, very much appreciated. And that's where we're going to pick up. <laughs> the team is still at the hotel. They've finally got a chance after a harrowing few days of running through the wilderness north of Silicon City, stopping at Saves House and being ambushed a couple of times. They have managed to get back to the city, take a breath for the night, get some food, some much needed sleep and refreshment. I'm sure Zed did his full skincare routine. Uh, in spades. <laughs> Extra steps. Extra, Extra steps. steps. Had to take that stress off. Had to hit the T-zone, hit the hit the under the eye. I'm just, I'm really feeling it. I needed some mm. me time. This was self-care. Exactly. Still and important in 2099. <laughs> He's not talking about the the facial area of the, that's called the T zone. The T zone is a nightclub. <laughs> the T zone is also a section of the body you're designed to shoot in close quarters combat. But <laughs> all things apply. <laughs> the T zone is so universal. All right, team, what are you up to? <laughs> panicking. I believe we were panicking when we left off. No, you weren't uh, panicking. You were actually pretty. You were pretty good. You were, you were on really solid. You're on really solid ground with Omni. You found out for sure that Chone's family has been extracted by the IOG. We learned that in the last episode, episode prior. So Chone, Chone knows that their family is safe. You've all ensured your financial, like that your, your, your drawing account is solid because Omni is super happy with you. 
because they have a multi-billion dollar RFP sitting on their desk that you all know is basically guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Unless they really screw it up, which would be bad. Right. And so you're all kind of in a really good place right now. I mean, mostly like we do, you know, have corporations coming after us and trying to uh, make an upcoming world war not so bad. So <laughs> just the weight of the world on our shoulders, but that's all. Yeah. Well, other than that, we're fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Other than that, I feel pretty, pretty dang good. I think we had we picked around at least in brief conversation the idea of perhaps having um, Zed, uh, I don't know, work as the next you know red cap red cap person for yeah. one of the sages maybe. I am not opposed to this. I mean, it seems as like there's an opening. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. an opening. Zed likes power. Sounds like a good openings. fit. Yeah. Oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> oh, now it, and it got weird. Uh, <laughs> or stayed um, weird. I don't know. It's just. Well, you know, Mallow always weird. says stay weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's true. So, yeah, we, I, I think that could be a really good idea. Um, at least put, put that as an attempt out there. We're. I feel like we have a lot of potential targets and next steps, but what's what's really our direction? We weren't given a specific direction. It was just go go do stuff, break stuff, really. Hmm. Create chaos. I believe is I'm the directive. We yeah, give it. I'm good at breaking stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so so yeah. where do, where do we go from here? <laughs> okay. So is is there a, a job application board Zed can go to for <laughs> be, being the pawn of a sage? <laughs> I'll upload my, my resume and resume. Then fill out all the boxes again immediately. Uh, don't, don't forget the capsule where you've got to find all the stoplights. Yes, I oh. am not a robot. Oh. It's going to be really hard for me, though, because I've got the cybernetic eye and I can't. Oh. It's really hard to tell. I've got to close one and just look with the regular eye. So you are part robot. <laughs> this joke is going. Yeah, we're just okay. going to leave that alone. And moving on. So We've been sent after Identico as a possible target. Um, is there something either pressing at Identico or even something low-level at Identico where we could start to make some waves for them. Either some project they are working on or some piece of business we could possibly interrupt. Well, we could check and see what's, I mean, what's in the news. I'm, I'm yeah. sure they have a lot of business. They're everywhere and do everything, so... True. doesn't help narrow it down. So, for our new viewers and for everyone else, Identico created in conjunction with the UN, they were the corporation that the United Nations used to create the Centralized Human Identity Program, or CHIP, back in the beginning of the late 2030s and early 2040s. Um, as you recall, 
the IOG has been deeply involved with Identico for a while, and it you were the ones that had brought to light that Identico was one that the CEO of Identico, Allison Cantero, was one of the four sages. And that was one of the things that sent the Identico into, a, or the IOG into a bit of a tailspin, because they now know that at least some level of their operations had been breached because of their close ties to Identico. And they're not really sure how far that goes. So that that's kind of the connection you've had to Identico thus far. The more you know. And that was also <laughs> that was also one of the reasons why our last operations got a little screwy because we were working with the IOG, but some of their resources may have been compromised, so we weren't necessarily as supported as we could have been. Right. And you grabbed you grabbed Redcap, who was Allison Cantero's proxy within the Sages. That's her her chief lieutenant. Uh kind of out of nowhere after you negotiated the meeting and then there was the the kind of the firefight that the IOG got into that helped provide cover for your eventual escape that and showing sweet sweet driving oh so good yeah you, you gotta respect the drive yeah okay we don't need to respect the drive let's move on no I, I respect the drive <laughs> I, I know but you, you always respect things and I appreciate it aww <laughs> Uh, so anyway. yeah, let's let's uh let let's take over Identico or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I believe we want to take over Identico, but we simply want to interrupt their business, correct? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We want to cause a we want to cause a commotion. I believe was the kind of the term. So we are we are still in our suite at the hotel, right? That's correct. And this is, I'm going to say like brunch time the next day. We got our, we got our sleep. We got our rest. So we're just kind of kicking around. I assumed that you had uh, ordered brunch, like basically the second you woke up. So I don't know if there was anything special you wanted, uh, but if not, it's, it's fruit bowls, croissant, Danish, uh. right? Um, some, some like very thinly sliced, like eh, ham steak poached eggs mm. some hollandaise mm. sauce some bernays sauce it wouldn't sauce. be a planning session if we didn't uh, dive into our food options right right, right. Oh, so good is, is there any like chocolate chip banana bread uh no no chocolate chip banana bread but they <sighs> do have chocolate chip banana muffins oh perfect. that works perfect yeah um so I right. presumed that was what you were doing automatically yeah so I'm <laughs> safe assumption <laughs> I'm seeing us kind of sitting around the the breakfast table that is also has the big like, built-in computer hollow display. Yeah. And we're pulling up screens and, and looking at things like that. So mm -hmm. Zed's sitting there with, with his plate, with some coffee. Um, well, if we want to target Identico, we could, we could try to... We could try to find some like small back doors, some some smaller affiliates, and maybe work our way in there, or kind of try to stumble in through one place and hope we get lucky. Um, I'm I'm not opposed to the plan of trying to make the play to fill Redcap's position. Um, 
I feel like um, I feel like playing the card that you are, you know, at least part of the reason why Red Cap is no longer there is a good way to get your foot in the door. Like, hey, I took out your right hand man. You I mean, know. nothing else. It's worth garnering a little respect for that. Yeah. I, I, I think I could play the the respect card. I could play the look what I did. Kind of justifies why I'm sitting at the table card, but I'm also worried that she already has someone kind of set up to be her next go to. Then we find that person and take them down. That's a good way to get your foot in the door. <laughs> Take down two of them. Yeah. <laughs> are we, we removing them from the playing field or are we simply removing them from their position? Kind of depends on who it is and where they're sitting. We need to know that information first. Yeah. We might have to play this, though, as like a deep cover. I've got to burn some bridges here to make that move more legitimate. Mm. As we are as we are talking, I would assume Sean and Apex you are already searching. But yeah. Oh yeah, I've been yeah. I've I've been scrolling like news networks and everything. Okay. This whole time. Yeah. What I'm I'm basically looking for what their current big name projects are in the public eye. Okay. So I'm going to start with news. Apex, the thing that catches your eye, and you kind of do a double take. Um, Breaking news: there was a raid conducted north of Silicon City in the Metroplex of uh, SeaTac last night. Uh, conducted by Whisperstone agents in conjunction with the SeaTac Sheriff's Department, and they were attempting to apprehend one uh, Trey Swan Jones <laughs> and Lillian Faraday, both of whom managed to escape the raid and are currently wanted Ooh. for criminal activities by the SeaTac Metroplex police, anyone is warned that they are armed and dangerous and have significant resources. Alex, is Trey Sean or Trey Swan one name or is it Trey and the nickname is Swan? Swan, yeah. Oh, Remember Swan, okay. Swan so and like Red Cap are each other's throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I just wanted to I wanted to clarify if that was yeah. the same. Yeah, yep. same person. And, the same. and they have pictures of Lillian and Swan. Lillian, who you've obviously met in person, and Swan, who you'd met remotely when he brokered the deal to get you the interview with Redcap. He was the fixer based out of Vancouver. Um, that was a long backstory on Swan. Um, yeah. yeah, and he had us call Redcap a little bitch and all that. Oh, That's right, right, right. Uh, so okay. He, okay. they are currently, uh, it looks like Whisperstone attempted to grab them last night. Um, they were foiled, but it looks like Lillian and Swan are in the wind. But that's the biggest piece of news that that catches your eye. Okay. And I Whisperstone will... is a private security company. Yep. And was the foil twisted into the shape of a swan? <laughs> 
That's only for the really good leftovers. Of course. Um, I will share that information with everybody once I'm done reading the, the news. I wonder if that's a counter-strike for us taking Red Cap off the table. Uh, I am assuming there's some connection. Yeah. Have you found anything, Joan? I've got a few hits here. I'm just going through them now. Searchy, searchy, searchy. Give me a software check for your your search spider and let me know exactly how you're you're programming it so i'm it's a it's a multi-level search the first level is what is in the news for identical right like in the past week what have they put out news releases about and then what that's that's so easy that really i just farmed that out to a bot you know somewhere Mm -hmm. in malaysia once I find that information, then I want to see if I can, I want to narrow it down to stuff in our general geographic location of the world, uh, parse that down to possibly, you know, our city or whatever, and see, um, you know, what might be of interest, just kind of get a list, a high level list of the things that they're doing that might interest us, especially if it has to do anything with, um, uh, like promotions, demotions, or opening of new, uh, opening of a new uh, endeavor, a new business, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, give me two software checks. <laughs> While those checks are going on, I think Maxie's mm-hmm. actually going to uh, send a, a note to his friend Jose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the note to Jose simply reads need information have a few question mark question mark and then the a quizzical emoji (laughs) he goes uh okay uh okay you see uh he leaves you on red for a little bit and i'm gonna come back to that in a second yep uh 33 and 29 okay um so for your bot Um, The only press release is that Identico is expanding their uh, the size of their server farm and facilities on the Farallon Islands just off the coast of Silicon City. Okay. Uh, They, in their press release, it's of course written in flowery corp language. We're going to be investing $4 billion to increase the size of our Servers facilities on Fairlawn Island. This will include additional security, both cyber and physical. We'll run five ferries a day for our employees to get out there. This will provide jobs, blah, 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 blah. Uh, nothing on promotions, demotions, anything like that. What it strikes you, though, as you're doing it, is if you were Allison Cantero, you wouldn't have put him on ident- red cap on Identico's payroll. Oh no, I, I know that, but like, just I'm looking more for like, uh, did somebody you know leave their you know, high level, get promoted to a new position, and I don't mention no. who the person was. Identico, because of the age of the company, is not doesn't have that kind of startup turmoil. They're okay. a very very stable company. Um, 
Alison Quintero was their last major promotion. Um, she started out in their R&D division, and one of the reasons she, uh, for her meteoric rise in the company, and she's, I mean, if you look at like press release pictures of her and stuff like that, it's obvious that she's rich, and so rich people can stave off aging for long periods of yeah. time in this world. Um, she's held her like physical appearance at like early to mid 40s. Um, okay. But she's nearly a hundred. She's Dang. very old. Um, she was one of the developers on the chip program. Okay. Hmm. Uh, she was born in 2007. Wow. That was like before computers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, they had to search. I mean, look, he, she's so old. They had to search the web with gophers. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> that was I the mean, dark I, ages. Sending <laughs> little furry animals out to get your data. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't they just use like an Etch-A-Sketch back then? And Oh, like, yeah. And when you were done, you just shook it. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, you know, yeah. Those in museums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is interesting that they're doing. I mean, they're doing a lot with this server farm out on the island. Hmm. Hmm. I have a... I have a crazy idea. Do you know anybody with a, any decommissioned satellites? How, how many that? ID points would that cost? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> say that one more time? <laughs> decommissioned, possibly Soviet-era satellites that might have just a little bit of fuel left in them? Are you trying to find one? Or? Can we satellite? I was just thinking errant satellite falls out of the sky, lands on the island, boom, <laughs> you know. Sadly, most of those would probably was, burn up on re-entry. I was assuming mm. you meant to spy on them, but... Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking drop on them from high, high okay. level area. Okay. It took <sighs> us a few dozen episodes, but we finally got into the chaos part of Chaos Incorporated. <laughs> well, we finally got to the title card last episode. I mean... Right? I know. It took so long. That was the cold um, open. <laughs> it was so cold. <laughs> so, with all of this being announced of the new facilities, the new server farm being opened, is there a big kickoff event? Ribbon cutting, uh, corporate shindig. They are not. It's not a ribbon cutting. At this point, it would be a uh, groundbreaking. Oh. oh. Well, they do. Okay. They take the gold shovel, and stick it in a piece of dirt, and go. Okay, so we're not even to like the hiring point. Like, no, no. There, okay. This was just like you were looking uh, at the press releases. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the press release, it says they already maintain significant facilities on Farallon Island. Um, uh, on the main island there, and this is just them adding to it. Okay. <laughs> From um, a geographical standpoint, where is this island? Is this here it, in the Bay Area? Yeah, it's just off the coast. Um, okay. from a distance perspective, the Southeast Fairlawn Island is, hold still, about, nope, come on. 
Who's it's a good about man? you are 27 miles off the coast of Silicon City. Okay. Is that considered international waters? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Are they hiring? Identico? Like most major corporations, they're always hiring. Like mm. every, like even now in real world, every large, major, massive corporation always has positions open. In fact, if you look at their website, there's probably 2,000 positions open. Oh. Everything from janitor to net ops manager to, you know, like building project manager, which you're guessing like manages their, their new facilities. There's facilities managers, there's software engineers, software engineer four, software engineer five, software engineer two, like, they're a ma yeah. major, major player. So yeah, they've got lots of. Yeah, I'd, yeah, that might not work because they kind of probably know us pretty well right now. You're presuming so. Yeah, we would have to create a lot of false identities if we were trying to infiltrate that way. Mm. Or plastic surgery and shaving your hair. So, oh, Jose. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Jose, Jose gets back to you and he says, he gives you an address and he says 10 o'clock tonight. And uh, he responds, uh, excuse me, uh, Maxi responds with two thumbs ups. <laughs> and then closes, uh, he shuts his phone. Uh, I'll be going out this evening. Cool. Got some fun plans. I'll be uh, meeting a friend. You recall Jose? Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. So something we had mentioned earlier was that it was... It was most likely 100% sure that Redcap was not on an official payroll anywhere. But yeah. he has to have some sort of... Well, I'm assuming that. Do we think he has any sort of like paper trail that we can find him and figure out where he was working? Or is he just completely like a, a black ops doing things off the grid kind of person? I mean, he was definitely black book, but give me an intelligence check there, Zed. Oh, dice. Dice go in this game. <laughs> We didn't roll many. La I don't think we rolled any last game. Uh, 17. Uh, well, you've handed them off to the IOG. So if anybody, and you have contacts over there, if anybody knows like the real shtick on him now, it's them. They've had him for a full day. And if you recall from a couple episodes back, he had basically been at the point where I'm captured. I'm going to start singing what I can sing to save my own life because Allison's just going to have me killed. So take that sure. for what it's worth. Um, I had done a search on Red Cap previously, and we got like a name that was potentially his real name. Um, can I run that search again and see if there's any new information now that he's not uh, 
now that he's been captured? Um, yes. I'm looking for that name. I um, remember I used the name and he laughed it off. So he was either still lying or we had the wrong name. I, I wrote down, I have no idea how I was supposed to pronounce this, but I wrote down <laughs> Azat Dalton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, if I can like run that same search and just see if anything's changed, if there's anything new. What did you come up with last time? I think just that that name might be connected to him. Okay. Run me another search check. So okay. give me a software to design the bot. And uh, you can go from there. Yeah, I uh, thought we'd gotten like a, a French name, Jean or something for him. You'd gotten a bunch oh. of names. Oh, oh, that could be. Math. I also didn't take great notes. I, I really don't take great notes. Uh, 38. That's a very good roll. Um, you do get some name. <laughs> you. you do get some some back data. Um, that name basically disappears from every database about twelve years ago. Aza Dalton is a was a person. Here's what you get. That is of dual citizenship between the EU and Great Britain. Great Britain having left the EU, obviously in the famous Brexit debacle. Um, before they reclaimed their imperial holdings uh, for our new viewers uh, Great Britain now is uh, encompasses Canada, Australia, New Zealand most of their old imperial holdings um, <clears throat> excuse me um, so yeah he's a combination Czech uh, UK citizen had a completely great about 12 years ago uh, was born in Prague uh, educated in a combination of Eastern Europe and England, uh, graduated from uh, University of Manchester about 18 years ago, so call it 2081. And after that, disappears. Hmm. Okay. Did we address the fact that it seemed way too easy when we dropped off Redcap and what's her name took him? We discussed it, but okay. we didn't. I don't think we ever came to any conclusions on that. I think we all just agreed that that went well and that went too easy. And then we moved <laughs> on to the next horrible where <laughs> we were neck deep in. So it's totally uh, yes. fine. Okay. Yeah, we, were, we, were, so, we were we were very we were very happy to get out of it with our lives intact. Fair. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So while I'm thinking along the lines of Redcap, can I reach out to one of our IOG contacts who's not? I forget her name. Um, Adeline. Yeah, that's not her. Just to be like, you don't really have any it? other IOG contacts besides uh, Adeline. You, you know, met I, other people, but you've never been given contact information does, for anybody besides Adeline Kavanaugh. Identical points that she could burn. I, I do have plenty of ID points. <laughs> you could always do a friend in a lower high place. I mean, I, I don't know if I 
could have already had that contact. That's what the ID point system is for. Is okay. that you're going to tell me who the contact is and what the context is. And based on that, I'm going to tell you how many ID points you've got to burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Remind me. burned a lot of ID uh, points and doesn't have a lot left. That's why I was suggesting maybe I, someone I've else got, might want to burn. I've got plenty. Yeah. Um, remind me who all was there when we went to that meeting um, for with the IOG when we were there in person. I remember the guy in the there. kilt. So it was Adeline Cavanaugh, who's your primary contact. Okay. The guy in the kilt who you were never introduced to. Right? Uh, Mike Tate, who was one of the founders of the IOG. And that was it. Okay. Could there have been, like, a receptionist <laughs> at that location who I might have, like, gotten So keep in mind, for this one, for ID points, <laughs> it would be somebody you knew. Oh. Right? Somebody who would probably have a tertiary contact that you like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe they know somebody. Maybe another so, data analyst. Yeah. So if there's somebody like in IT at the IOG, like even from my time at when I worked for Upgrade Yourself, I might have had contacts. Well, you worked with a lot of software people and things like that. Um, give me a name. Somebody, it was probably somebody you knew would upgrade yourself, who was, you know, somebody who you spent a lot of time crapping on, on UWI, bitching about <laughs> HR and the senior management, a lot of happy hours. Okay. 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 If there was one thing Silicon City does not have a shortage of, it is very narrow, very tiny dive bars where disaffected tech people can go when they're done with work. Okay, we can go get some Cosmos and bitch about our employers. And yeah, I always saw Apex as more of like a, <laughs> like a, a, a. Correct me if I'm wrong. I always saw Apex as the the girl who at happy hour would walk in, order two shots of whiskey with like a beer back, and be like, and was like more tough about it. Even if she yeah. didn't always feel tough, she wanted to be tough. That, that is accurate, yeah. Especially um, when she was younger. Am I wrong there? Like, in her early 20s, early in her corp career, like, still was like, I'm going to no. wear combat boots to work because I'm edgy. Yeah, I do think they're... Especially with her background. Yeah, a little... Parents. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because she was more like a, a rebel, um, like, against her parents. Like, her parents are like, oh, we want to support you. And she's like, mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> um, so I think this this friend, her name is Becky. Um, okay. Becky was the Cosmo type. Um, but okay. <laughs> Becky was the Cosmo type. Yeah. So did, she, did Apex know her before Upgrade Yourself and come from no. that side, like her parents' side, like the tennis club side, or? Uh, no, I think they just met uh, working at Upgrade Yourself. Okay. Um, Were your parents ever members of a tennis club? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So you met Apex Becky. Apex never what? Apex like would like intentionally suck at tennis because she didn't want to get roped into that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've lost track, Becky. I'm going to go 750. Okay. And you seem to recall Becky saying she'd gotten a job 
uh, at the UN and then going off the grid. Now you think that through one of the like deep web like chat systems that you guys used to use for fun, you might still be able to get in contact her with her there. Like a back channel. Okay. Um, so yeah, I will reach out and see if I can get in touch with her. Okay. So you send her a message and I'll let you know if she gets back to you here shortly. Cool. Any other thoughts? <laughs> Anyone? I like where y'all all all y'all's heads at, by the way. Oh. My head somewhere. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna say this this is like y'all are laser focused for y'all right now. For us, this is great. We are on task. That's, I, I was about to say y'all are on task and laser focused right I'm now. I'm trying. That's impressive. <laughs> Alex has had to individually address things that we wanted to do. So I still think we should Zed at least wants to try to look at the social angle of this. Okay. Um, there, there's got to be some connection I can try to work of like maybe the the event planning of this this groundbreaking mm -hmm. or like a, a corporate after party kind of thing. Okay. Um, I can either try to pick up some information or breach that first point of contact to maybe so the, becoming someone. The groundbreaking is in seven days. The confirmed attendees are Allison Quintero, and this is just the VIP list from the press release, is Allison Quintero, um, the mayor of Silicon City, and the current director of the IOG. Ooh, that's okay. okay. You gotta remember, they still, they, you're not sure uh, because they've had a partnership with the IOG for so long. It, it occurs to you that it would be weird if that person wasn't there. So replacing the shovel with one made of explosives is a bad idea. Okay, got okay. it. Uh, you don't Noted. see anything yet about an after party. Oh, we could crash a party. Because that so, went so well last time. <laughs> I mean, it did. So we, so the we've current, got, I mean, the current it went very well. I got set the on fire. Current, <laughs> the current director of the IOG is a woman named Lindsay Langley. She's been the director for about six years now. She was handpicked by Mike Tate when he retired, right? Because that was kind of his plan, was in, in, in 2092, 2093. So he announced his retirement, Mike Tate, one of the founders, announced his retirement in 2090 at the ripe old age of 100 and seven. So when, when you met with Mike Tate and he told you he was being held together by 
bubblegum chewing, you know, dental floss, duct tape, and cybernetics. Like, he wasn't lying. Um, a quick search re reveals that he was born in 1982. Uh, so his plan was retired in 2090. He handpicked Lindsay Langley to take over the IOG. Um, when he retired, him and Rob Barnes, which is the guy who was one of the other founders who was found dead uh, in Chicago about a year ago. Um, they retired at the same time, but they were two of the founding the, the founding members. But yeah, Lindsay Langley is the current director, so she will be there um, as well. The uh, current mayor of Silicon City, Miguel Sandoval. So, uh, I, I'm seeing this, we're, we're sitting around the table, we're talking, we're throwing all these ideas around. <clears throat> the, the other piece we have on the board. So Zed like scribbles a little note and it like pops up on, on, on the display screen. We haven't, we haven't done anything with this piece yet, but it's still floating around is our, our little friends with the mutant magic powers. True. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what we could do with them. They have a direct tie back to at least me. So we've got to be very careful about how we play this piece, but maybe something with them can angle into uh, a, a path that will let me become a proxy. Hmm. I, I don't know what it takes to, to get into someone's good graces like that and prove my worth. I don't know if information is enough. I don't know. Well, information is probably the best form of currency, right? Right. Here's the other thing. Red, Red Cap and I are very different. <laughs> I, I don't have his same skill set. Throw a croissant at your face. Um, we we have a very different skill set. I don't have his military experience. I have his background. I don't have his connections. So, if me becoming a proxy, or at least trying to become a proxy, is our game plan, there's got to be something really big that I can do to prove why I'm a valuable asset. And I don't know what that is, and I don't know if we can generate that easily without causing a lot of other problems. Hmm. But based on what Jackson told you, the proxies are hand selected by their people, right? Keeping in line with the fact that there are four sages, right? That you're aware of Jackson, Allison, the benevolent entity, right? And Cassandra Blythe. They handpicked their proxies, right? Jackson handpicked Nara when she was a teenager, right? Or started that process. So they're groomed to from get her a long from, way back. Uh, yeah. So as you're as you're mulling it over, you're thinking becoming a proxy is probably difficult. But that being said, what occurs to you, Caleb, what occurs to Zed is Allison's probably at a weak point 
because she doesn't know who she can trust and the one person who was like her ability to reach out into the world and do stuff because you gotta remember she's the CEO of one of the largest corporations on the planet she can't just wander off to a McDonald's she can't just do stuff right she's too high profile people like Red Cap same thing with Jackson same thing with all of them people like Red Cap are there to ensure that they can interact with the world in a way that won't get tracked back to them the fact that her proxy's been taken off the board puts her in an extremely weak position unless she had one teed up ready to go and you're guessing, guessing that she didn't. I'm really glad to know McDonald's still exists in this timeline. <laughs> Sorry, it's not McDonald's. As Demolition Man taught us, Taco Bell is the company that won uh, the franchise wars. Okay. Rightfully so. That's still canon in Identico. <laughs> Look, I I will tell you right now, if you have not watched Demolition Man recently, it is one of the best cyberpunk genre films ever made. One hundred percent, hands down, is subtly so like subversive. Right. This sounds like an after dark episode. It really, everybody gets lost in like the three seashells and the silliness of it. Go back and watch it again. I was just going to make a three seashells joke, so. I haven't well, seen it. Go sell those on the seashore. Um, uh, <laughs> rude. I mean, um, could, we, could we put you for, I mean, reach out as a helping hand? I mean, is, is it known that we took, we're, we were the people that took Red Cap off the board? I mean, we were directly targeted, so I'm going to assume they know. What if we... Is there a way that we could um, basically imply that Redcap was betraying her and that you did her a favor by taking him off the board? And therefore she might be able to trust you instead of him? I mean, that's kind of a stretch, but... The challenge there being that she would likely require some kind of data trail. Proof. And if he's been working for her for so long, that's a big relationship to try to wreck. I'm not saying we can't do that, but it would be hard. It's tough. I could... I mean, I could just try to talk her into it. I, I, I could use the whole... I was trying, I was trying to get a job with the IOG and they told me to pound salt and I'm like, Hey, screw them. Now I'm going to come work with you. But I don't know if I can out talk someone who's been around that long. I mean, I'm good, but I'm not necessarily that good. Maybe you could approach it from the way of, yeah. I mean, you. we were part of the team. We were the team that took Red Cap off the board. We took that piece away from her. But what Red Cap told you, you know, off the record when, you know, we were, you know, trying to run across the, the states, you know, maybe there's some value. You saw the value of, you know, Allison, and maybe you could use that as a way to get in. You maybe maybe you could play it like Red Cap kind of turned you a little bit. not a bad idea y'all keep discussing i just need like 60 seconds you could also simply turn (laughs) over 
the magical faction. We have no true allegiance mm. to them. We could burn that. Chip. They burned you. <laughs> that was so bad. Apex, Apex, can you pass me that croissant? Oh, uh, here you go. It's the throwing croissant. <laughs> yeah. It's the throwing right. croissant. It's got just the right amount of bounce. So. I should have put jelly on it. Uh, hey, hey. Next time. Crumbs. <laughs> After crumbs it gets are, thrown back. <laughs> crumbs are easy to clean. <laughs> jelly is not. Let's have some sense of decor. <laughs> as long as this doesn't Please. escalate, we'll hold it at crumbs. War of attrition. <laughs> you will not want to get butter on your suit. I'm, I'm including, I'm, I'm sorry, I should be more specific. Spreadable condiments. I'm sorry for not being more clear. Thank you, Zed. Yes. I think the next time I play, I, I play uh, a gig, I'm going to use the band name Spreadable Condiments. That is a good condiments. band name. Mm. That is a wonderful band name. It's, it's I a, would listen a, to that. It's a broad topic, and yet very <laughs> clear and specific. I mean, I get, we get yeah. bargains easily tonight. Spreadable Condiments. Yeah. Yeah, just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> My partner used to call their legs the condiments. And would frequently ask me to spread them. Oh, what I get for being all hydrated. Evil. <laughs> Zed, I, Zed, I have a question. Do, are those I guys? Should... <laughs> Zed, are those the kind of condiments you don't want thrown at you? Because I mean, I think you're pretty safe in here. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes you got to do things for the sake of getting things done that's fair apologies i thought that was funny oh it was hilarious man well done what did i miss some, with <laughs> and some, eating? some humor <laughs> doesn't generate a laughter and yet is still humorous mm. yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so okay <laughs> To get back to the point that you made, would yes, about burning the magicians? Which, which would one? that crew be of value to Identico? Which crew? The the magic. Yeah, we we were we were talking about the um, the I don't want to use that phrase uh, the the powered individuals. So your presumption is they would be valuable to everyone. Um, Maxi and them broke into that vessel and found a bunch. Uh, your other research has, has showed you that when Benevolence Tower was taken down in Angel City, there was some weird stuff going on in there as well. Um, a lot of this is kind of being written off right now as conspiracy theories slash it's just kind of getting overtaken by the data cycle um, you're I, guessing it would have value to a lot of people including right. Identico yes but we so but what we can assume what we know is that 
even if the data cycle is writing this off or making excuses or playing it as conspiracy theories, um, the, the corpse know the reality of this, the truth of it, more or less. The ones who are involved, probably, but you have seen no evidence thus far that Identico is directly involved. So we do know, or we did know from previous research, um, I'm looking at my notes, Kelly Aguilar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was was involved with or directly responsible for some of it, right? Yes, let's pull out our yarn wall. <laughs> um, yeah, she was working for Malfina, wasn't she? She worked for both Malfinia and for Malfinia, uh, Upgrade Yourself. Ugh. And for Urban Warfare Industries, which, if you go recall earlier in our our episode, the party you were crashing was the party celebrating the merger of Urban Warfare Industries and Dynamic Design, LLC. And Maxi took out their COOs. Right. But left Kelly Aguilar alive. Their CEOs were taken out. Their COOs. COOs. Yep. We're back to yarn walls. Oh yeah. my goodness! <laughs> so could we, if we if we did a little bit of research on Aguilar, uh huh, could that maybe be some additional piece of information to bring to the table if I'm trying to talk to Allison? Yes, I would Your feel guess. better about throwing her under the bus than I would the kids who got experimented on and now have magic powers. I mean, I definitely feel for their situation. Yeah. Um, but if we're weighing if we're weighing some unfortunate kids versus all of us being unfortunate in another world war. I just worry that putting them in the wrong hands will make a world war worse. Who are we to say whose hands are wrong? I don't want to fall down well, the philosophical rabbit hole uh, of what we're talking about right now. I don't, I don't teetering. know. We're I don't teetering. Know. <laughs> I don't know whose hands are worse. That's the problem. But I, I yeah. don't want to. Oh, it just makes me uneasy putting them in the middle of it. Well, wh- why don't we see what we, and by we, I mean the two of you, can <laughs> find out about Aguilar. I mean, we can. Um, Alex, I wanted to quick do a quick check. Back in back when we had when I had my hands on it, I put a tracker on Robert Robert's glow. Mm-hmm. Is that still active? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Just want to check. Where is he right now? He is currently in Silicon City still. Okay. Over on the East Bay. Okay. Yes, you still do have his location. Okay. Now, you all did kill his sister. So you were all a little uneasy the last time. Oh. About. He doesn't know that. (laughs) He inferred it. I also gave him a lot of money. Oh, well, that makes up for it. And he he did set me on fire. (laughs) He did set you on fire. That is true. Okay. Which is why I'm kind of okay with 
us giving him away to people. Well, if if, but, if the fire and the sibling murder cancel each other out, I think we're in the positive then with the souls I gave him. I think uh, you're underestimating the uh, the whole death of a sibling thing, what kind of impact that can have on a person. I think you might be underestimating <laughs> Ted, the amount of Ted, money I gave him. Ted, Ted. <laughs> did something about it a few episodes back that rather upset Shown. All right, Let's all right, change the subject. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, definitely a good call. Uh, don't know when the, where the nearest rope is. Uh, so let's uh, let's move on. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig into Kelly Aguilar. Why don't I do that? I'll be over here. Okay, good call. Cool, cool. Okay, uh, give me a search check. I'm gonna start with because uh, I know where she was at the nightclub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what who she was representing then? I want to see can see if I can kind of track, you know, where, what she's been doing since. Mm-hmm. That is a poopy roll, actually. Um, I think I'm going to use Control Delete and re-roll this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a much better row. That's twenty. That's a forty-one. Oh, nice. Um, she. <laughs> it was a twenty-four. So I'm. I definitely traded up. Yeah. Um. She is not currently in Silicon City. Um. Uh, but she is still working for the specialized research unit that Dynamic and Urban Warfare has started together. Okay. Uh, uh, her current location is Hong Kong. Hmm. Wow. Okay, I want to. I'm gonna kind of take a left turn. I'll pass that information onto the tube on it. But I'm gonna take a left turn and see what more I can find out about that uh, collaboration. Where that's where that's located. Any offices nearby, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you had actually found that previously. Well, there is really a place. In the South Bay called Lab 424, that you were considering burning to the ground. Let's go back oh, to that. Oh, right. That was a good You hadn't, got, hadn't quite gotten around to it. Speaking <laughs> of that, what happened with the, the merger between those two companies? I know we yep. disrupted it. It went forward. Okay. No. They're still, they're still, I mean, the last news article you see, keep in mind, it's only been about two and a half weeks since that happened in game time because you've all been busy um, uh, the last thing is that the, the the Silicon City Police Department is still looking for the assailants but have no leads at this time anybody with information is urged to contact the Silicon City Police Department there's a reward for any information leading to the capture and prosecution of the people responsible for those two homicides. Is the merger of those companies, is that something that could be a, a, a value to Identico? I don't, I think I'm grasping at straws here. Like, yeah, I, I don't a little bit. That's, it's a separate industry. 
Okay. You've got to remember, Identica is well set with the chip, right? Right. So they have two primary divisions. One is their division that deals solely with the chip. Implementation, installation, manufacturing, and coordinating with the United Nations on operations related to the Centralized Human Identity Program. The other one is primarily focused around data farming. It's metadata. It's sucking up all the data it can find, not just from the chip, but from GLOWS and everything else. They have some of the most sophisticated backend like data siphons that anybody's ever developed. That's Identico's primary commodity is information about people's identities. They sell a lot of data to other corporations regarding how to sell to people, how to give mm -hmm. them, how to target populations. And because Identico is not only involved in the computer centralized human identity program, but also has this massive data mining operation, they make a a metric crap ton of in, of money from selling demographic data to every corporation that can afford it right so if you're benevolent you're buying identico's um metadata their data siphon information and demo information because you're like okay what food products are we going to roll out in chicago this year well hey the thing that everybody's eating in chicago this year is x right you know what there's a trend going toward thin crust as opposed to deep dish pizza right probably won't last long but we'll, we'll, not in chicago <laughs> we'll get it for the seven months when those kids are like not your deep dish that my grandpa used to eat oh, okay. i would eat this thin crust right and they literally can micro-target all of this. Because, again, Identico is literally just siphoning everything. Every time you make a purchase, every time you search something on your Glow, because your Glow is linked to your chip mm. for most people, right? That's how they unlock their Glow. They just boop, mm -hmm. right? And as long as your, your chip is within range of your Glow, your Glow's unlocked. So, speaking of chips, do I yes. still have Red Cap's chip? <laughs> it's it's on my character sheet, and I can't remember. I don't I, recall you giving it to anybody. I don't either. Um, would that contain information that Allison could use? Well, she is, I'm sure has that information already. She knows who he really is. Would it contain information that she wouldn't want to get out? I believe the mm. only way we would know what's on it is to implant it, correct? Well, it, you it, would have to decode it. it. So yeah. what if what if instead it's of decoding it, it, what if Zed uh you know just like uses it to stroll into an identico facility and like gets Allison's attention? Aren't those and gene gives locked, it though? To her. Oh, are they? So the decoding system is locked to your genetic code. Your genetic sequence is what unlocks your chip and keeps it from locking down. Now, are there ways do you know as a hacker to fake it for a brief period of time? Yes. Right? If you have DNA that you can use to basically fake it in a fake pouch. But those things tend to wear out pretty quickly. Um, 
So can it be done? Yes. Well, is even it like beyond, that... Is it beyond the realm of possibility that the security people at the corporation have forgot to deactivate his chip? Probably not. They may they may not have gotten around to it yet. It would just be a, a good way to get her attention, but like just giving up the chip to her in general would probably put Zed in her good graces. If I remember correctly, glows or the chip is pretty much unhackable though, right? Essentially. Um, the SR for a chip is 500. He- yeah. Do so you need a team of at least nine or 10 hackers Oof. at the top of their game? What if we still have one? some of the genetic material of the person? Uh, still makes it easier. It makes it a lot easier. Blood on it? <laughs> it's probably still got some blood on it. I mean, we can synthesize. I don't think we cleaned it. <laughs> and he probably left some hair follicles back in the van. Your super, super cool van. Yeah. <laughs> that van is so amazing. Mm. Well, is it is it more advantageous for us to try to get information out of this chip, or is it more advantageous to l- use the leverage on the chip? I was Probably thinking the latter. I was thinking Without leverage. Without knowing what's on the chip, the chip has no leverage. But Allison knows what's on the chip. I mean, we have so it, her, it has leverage. If, if Allison knows what is on the chip, there's a good chance Allison already has the data that's on the chip. Would she be oh. concerned about the data getting out, though? But she knows it can't be hacked. Well, hang on. Let's take a let's take a look at this from a slightly different angle. We've been talking about this a little bit already. The idea is we kind of want to see if we can get Zed to get her attention. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking, hey, you know, you Zed, I mean, you went in and spent time with him alone, questioning him. Maybe he was able to, you know, you could play it off as he was able to turn you or something. And you were able to liberate, you know, we we took his chip, and, but you grabbed it before it could be turned over to whoever grabbed him, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, you, you're like, hey, this is kind of my this is my audition. This is my demo yeah. tape, you know? Because the IOG has him and is questioning him. Mm-hmm. They do not have his chip. Right. It is also likely that, that she may also have samples of his genetic material already as he was a contractor. True. Right. I mean, the data on there, she probably has. I mean, Identico has... I mean everybody's data is in Identico's hands. So if she wanted to know what was on the chip, she would know. But having it back in her hands, I think is mm-hmm. more of a, it's a, it's a symbolic gesture more than anything else. Yeah. It's and a, that would give you a reason to talk to her. Yeah. It's a, look, I'm not turning this over to dangerous people. I'm giving it to you. It might work. Could we... If that's the get in the door to have the conversation, what else can we play to keep the conversation going? Could that be something from Aguilar? The powered individuals. Or at least some information on the powered individuals. And Aguilar? And Aguilar. 
maybe that Aguilar's creating powered individual, you know, and we know yeah. of one of them. And we know of a group of them, actually. Group of them, yes. But yeah. again, we want to provide limited information. Of course, you do not want to show your cards. Your right, 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 right. Okay, so, so maybe our our next move here, we we dig a little bit more into the powered individuals in Aguilar. Uh, Maxie, you said you were going to have a conversation this evening with a contact. I am meeting with Jose in to discuss if Identico has any outstanding contracts in the fire for some less than reputable work. We've got a week until we know where Allison is going to be. Obviously, we could call her or request a meeting, but we kind of have... <laughs> we kind of have a, you're going to be here doing a thing that might be easier to get into than walking up to her office door. Also, right. we, have, we have roughly a quarter of a plan currently. It may be best to contact her when we have something closer to three quarters of a plan or at the very possibly least. a full plan. I feel like a quarter of a plan is more of a plan than we usually have. <laughs> I mean, usually we have like, uh, like 12% of a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's merely a concept, but we go with it. So we, we've got time to work is what we're saying. Yeah. We're not rushing into something. We're not, we don't have guns blazing right now that we're running right. from. I mean, I do so, think time is... Would you say that there's like a tiny look of sadness but... on... on uh, on, on Maxie's face. <laughs> All right. So why don't we do some more research? Why don't we see what Jose can say and see what we can form up as some more foundational elements of this plan? Yeah. I reached out to a contact too, by the way. Um, um, so speaking of which, ah. Becky messages you back. back. Oh my God, Becky! Wait! Oh says, my God, Becky! Long Hi, time. Thank you. What's Hi, up? You got this great. Uh, do your own business plan. Oh my God! <laughs> she like She is not doing Herbalife. <laughs> Thank God. Ah, <laughs> uh, Becky, how are you, girl? Great. What's up? Oh, you know, just like getting into some shit like I usually do. Um, where where are you? What kind of... She goes, put it this way, I heard about some of the shit you've been getting into. Oh, damn, word gets around. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I was just seeing if maybe you could uh, help a friend out. Um, just looking for some some information, mostly. I mean, I'll do what I can. So she's typing back. <laughs> she's like, I'll do what I can. What do you need? Uh, well, it depends on where your connections are. Um, I am kind of curious about uh, some goings on at the IOG. If, um, if they've acquired a certain individual. Um... To start with, he goes. We should meet offline. Yeah, do you want to get Cosmos and whiskey like, like old times? <laughs> Not together, like you know, separate drinks. She's like, yeah. 
she sends you, uh, she goes, do you remember the place that had the stupid pirate theme? Oh my god, yeah. But they had really good drinks. She goes, they had cheap drinks and we were broke. Okay, but- that's why they tasted so good. <laughs> They had, those, goes, they had those like nacho fries though she said they did so how about <laughs> their uh 10 30 tonight perfect sounds good see you there <laughs> so now we're Great. gonna fast forward <laughs> so maxi you're going to go meet with Jose at the address he provided you. Is anyone going with Maxi or is Maxi riding solo? Before we would leave, Maxi would certainly make the offer. I am going to meet Jose if anyone would care to come with me. He's familiar with you all, so there will be no strangeness. Additional I mean, strangeness. I'm, I'm going out too. So, Chone, do you want to You are also go out. going out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got... Let us make a friendly wager. I believe I will obtain more useful information than you will. Wow. Damn. Damn. Maxie's loosening up. Okay, okay. It's on. Let's let's, uh, let's see who can get the most useful information. We'll make uh, this a... This will be a simple wager of the tip kay. of your pinky finger. Whoa. No, 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 no. I do not do that kind of wager, and I am. It can be reattached. Um, uh, no, mm, no, no, thanks. No, no thanks. How about mm, no? Um, a, a number of souls, then? Oh, or the loser has to wear that outfit that Zed wouldn't wear with the, the hat. <laughs> I'm sure that's been destroyed. We can we can order another one. <laughs> he did set the hat on fire, but I have it. We can order another one. We can order I, another one. I I love this idea. <laughs> I am I am prepared to accept any wager you may find appropriate. I think that's a very appropriate wager. <laughs> Maxie spits on his hand and sticks it out. I'll do the same. Solidifies the agreement. <laughs> Chone hands Apex a wet wipe and then goes, I'll, I'll go with you, Maxie. Wonderful. I do not know where we are meeting specifically. I'll have to look up the address. I'm already ahead. I know my meeting place. Well, I think it's <laughs> only fair that I go with Apex. I was gonna say, is anyone going to the Apex? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep it even. And it's time to Whoa. start the party. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> it is on! <laughs> like Donkey Kong! <laughs> oh, Maxie, lo- Maxie looks at Chone. <laughs> that was appropriate, yes? <laughs> that that was a sick burn, yes. That was mm. that was good. Very good. Mm. Very good. <laughs> GG, Maxie. Point, I G-G. think it's gonna stop, or this is about to get interesting. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> okay. We're going to start with Maxie and Chow. So y'all take, uh, y'all split up. Maxie and Chow, how are you going to get to the location? The mystery machine. I believe we will be taking the van and Chow <laughs> will be driving. Okay. Um, as you pull up to the location, it's, it's out there. I mean, it is out there. Uh, 
it's past Livermore on the 580, nearly at the edge of Silicon City. But you do find it, and as you pull up, you see uh, a very bright pink and purple neon sign that says Carrie's Ranch. Okay, Maxi, how are we playing this? I mean, I brought my trench coat. It's a cool. big building. Um, you can wear whatever you like. Jose and I have a cordial relationship. I will simply ask him some questions. I will likely have to pay him some souls for the information. Are you the good oh. cop or am I the good cop? We do not need to play uh, good cop, bad cop with Jose. Oh. So we don't have to beat anything out of him or? I'm not intending to lay a hand on Jose. He is a good contact of mine and I certainly don't want to burn him. Okay. I, no, I wasn't saying we set him on fire. That, that's that's no, crazy. By burn, I mean you know, ruin him as a contact. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so just kind of play it cool. Got it. Yes. Both of you give yourself. me. Both of y'all give me an intelligence check as you arrive. I has that. Do uh, twenty-two. significantly less <laughs> I rolled um, really good uh yeah uh four okay uh Chone unless, it there's, a, to you, unless there's a core skill you'd like to give me a bonus on I don't no. think it's gonna help no uh Chone it occurs to you what this place is as you arrive um it's a brothel alright I've heard, I've heard of this Multiple place, buildings. Uh, As you pull up to the entry, a valet dressed in... Uh, he is dressed in orange hot pants and a purple vest with no shirt. Right? Uh, and it's the a, wrong and a, group. And a blue headband ah. comes up and he goes, Welcome to the ranch! Can I take your keys? You certainly can. Oh, that outfit. Can I take a picture? Of course. Nope. Yes. My bestie nope. needs nope. to see this. No <laughs> photography inside the building, though. Okay, Under darling. Understood. But oh my God, my bestie needs to see this. Okay. And then, she is he, not winning this evening. He goes. He he does one of these numbers. You get a picture with that image, and it just says Zed's next outfit. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Plus one our side. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm I'm Old winning. Chop purple vest and a blue headband. <laughs> as we uh, as we make our way past our valet, um, Maxie will simply say to Joan, those pants are much more comfortable than you would think. I 100% believe you. I give him the keys and I'm tipping him well. Although, Take it occurs to Chone, how does Maxie know this? <laughs> Nothing surprises Chone about Maxie anymore. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. Um, Not as yet. You approach, as I you approach like, the door. I feel like Maxie has just a tiny bit of Amos in him. Just a little bit? Little, little bit. Just a little bit of Amos from the Expanse. There's like a little bit of seed of... That's, this is going to go mm -hmm. in a place I don't want it to. So yeah, there's Maxie's a little bit like Amos. 
as you as you approach the front door, you see uh, two people who are both cybered out to the gills, basically as much as you can effectively put on a human being, um, with black t-shirts on, or black sorry, black tank tops that just say security across the front. Underneath their black tank tops, you can see they've got not only subcutaneous, but over top like cyber armor <laughs> on their chests, arms. They're both carrying very high caliber plasma pistols. And they look at you and they're like, weapons? Joan hands over uh, their pistol and just kind of looks looks them up and down. It just looks really impressed. Uh, both the man and the woman are over 6'5". They're just both really big. Maxi puts his arms out and just kind of gives them the spin. They're, Maxi is not carrying any weapons. Um, one of them, the, the, the female presenting one, you see little like mini green lasers pop from her hands and she kind of runs them at like about a three inch gap from your body all over. So is Maxie really not carrying weapons? Yeah. Uh, and Maxie will say, if necessary, I consent to a strip search. <laughs> oh, me too. The, uh, <laughs> the security goes, don't threaten me with a good time, but you're clean. Head on in. Do they do they confiscate my whisper pistol? They do. Okay. Do I get a, like a ticket for it? They yeah. Check they it? give you a they give you a little fob. It's about okay. it's a little disc about yay big. Um, okay. As you walk in, you are greeted by two tongue. hosts. By two hosts, both of which appear relatively androgynous, and they're like, "Welcome to Carrie's. What's your flavor?" Well, my friend here is, it's his birthday, and he's got a friend who's apparently hosting some sort of shenanigan, and we are here to celebrate his day. Oh, it's your birthday? How wonderful! And they reach under the, the like, double, the double length podium, and they're like, birthdays mean shots, and they pull out, like, a little test tube looking thingy, filled with a blue liquid, and hand it to Maxie. Maxie's looking around for Jose and just doesn't even pay attention, just chugs it and puts his hand out. You you chug it. Uh, you can't see because what you see right here is there's basically like a double wide podium and then like crushed velvet curtains all around the entryway oh. in purple and red. Like ostentatious does not even begin to describe this right. place. So uh, Maxi will then, uh, instead of looking around, he quickly takes the shot and downs it and hands it back, hoping to get past this part so they can go meet Jose. Uh, what's your friend's name? And we'll get you to the right party. Let me see what name he put the reservation under. And Maxi will take out his glow. We're mm -hmm. here. And then just like, a, like you know, the, the, the text says here, where are where are you question mark and then you get an immediate response back i'll send one of my guys about five seconds later you see a uh, this skinny hispanic kid he looks like he's maybe 22 but he's like tatted neck tatted full-on arms wife beater white under a uh, bowling shirt like 
really loose fitting like black slacks, right? With a long chain. He goes, Maxi, right? Yes. And he looks at the hosts and he goes, they're with me. And they're like, enjoy. The kid leads you through the crushed red velvet curtains uh, down a very long hallway and into a private booth that's about 20 feet in radius. In the center, there's a stage. There are currently three people dancing on the stage, right? Uh, and you see Jose and an entourage sitting on the far side on red velour couches. I wonder if Zed and Apex are having as good a time as we are. I doubt it. How are they uh, doing Jose, this? That's up, that one's upside down. Um, yeah, it's like a multi-person show, and I would describe it when we get, we'd get terms of service. So, next on I to say, they are they are not all the same gender, and it's very explicit. And Jose looks at Maxi and he goes, Maxi, and it looks like Jose is about one and a half sheets to the wind. Jose, it is good to see you in person again. I was unsure that we would get a chance to see each other. Drinks first. And he pours shots. You remember. I remember you. And he points at Shone. And he goes, you need a shot of tequila, too. Hey, anything for my friend Maxie's birthday? Maxie, it's your birthday? You didn't tell me. He goes, extra shot. No, we need the special one. He goes, Evelyn. And he looks at one of the wait staff. He goes, bring my friend the special and she goes she points at him and and leaves i chone told the hosts it was my birthday but that was a ruse however i will have a drink with you it's not your birthday birthday no i thought it was your birthday he goes we can make shit up he goes but i know you're here for business he goes take that shot of tequila and we, we can talk indeed to our continued good fortune. Oh, do you take the shot too? Uh, yeah, but I'm going to attempt to miss my mouth. Okay. Uh, basically, goes, when, when oh, they're not- Party foul. They're- no, you got to get another one. <sighs> oh, come on. I was going to wait. I was going to wait till he wasn't looking. All right, fine. All right. So Jose cheers you, Maxi, to your continued friendship. And he goes, What's up? Things seem to have cooled down from our previous endeavor. He goes a bit. He goes, you got a bounty on your head right now, my friend. If I were a bounty hunter, I'd be coming after you. Luckily, you are not, or we would not be having this discussion. Word. I am looking for some information regarding the regarding the possible contracts that may be out in circulation for the company Identico. He goes, that's dicey, homie. That's dicey. You want to be fucking with them. I don't need, I do not need to 
be put in contact with anyone. I'm simply trying to ascertain what work they may be looking to have done. He goes, sit down. He uh, he looks at one of the other. So you notice now, Jose has got two friends with him that are kind of like relaxing on the couch. They look like some of his higher ranking guys. There's about four more people in there who are obviously lower ranking. They're kind of standing there very like stoic, right? He, he pours both of you another shot. He goes, and as he does that, he talks, he whispers in one person's ear. He goes, it's going to take a couple hours. He goes, you may chill. He goes, drink more. He goes, don't you know the fucking world's coming to an end? Oh, that don't we know that? Yes. He goes, you heard they tried to grab Swan. You that heard. mother was untouchable. He's like, we're celebrating because I don't know who they're coming after next. Might be me. Look at it this way. They didn't catch Swan. That's truth. That's truth. And then he, he cheers his chone with that. He goes, here's to not getting caught. May we always get that lucky. And then with that, we're going to doodly-doo, doodly-doo, doodly-doo. And we're over to Apex and Caleb. Uh, Apex and Caleb, you grab Where's a ride Zed? share. And Apex and Zed. Or, Zed Apex Zed. and Zed, sorry. <laughs> Zed. And you pull up to Zed. Like, this place is a dive dive, right? And it is the best kind. Like, you walk in, and the first thing you smell is liquor and, like, really greasy food. Right, because all the food's yeah. prepped right behind the counter. Because this place, like wall to wall, is maybe sixteen feet. Right, uh, Apex. You see Becky already sitting at the bar with a line of shots. <laughs> Becky, oh my God, it's been so long. He goes shots first, girl. Oh, you no, know it. No, no business till we get liquored up. And this is my friend Zed. Uh, Zed, how are you dressed? <laughs> Did I know we were coming to a bar like this? A dive bar? Yes. You knew you were coming to a dive bar. And I knew, I'm guessing I knew it was kind of like a after hours, happy hour, corporate, I'm sick of my job kind of place. Yes. So I would have, I would, I would have gone for that very typical, just got off the clock, <laughs> working at the office look. Uh, when we got to the hotel, I actually got some dressed down clothes as I had last time. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll just switch out for like a, a button up shirt, a tie, kind of rough it up a little bit jacket kind of thing I'll have a a satchel that my stuff would be in so I'm just trying to affect that very normal part of the crowd normal okay normal. with that Becky looks Love at it. Apex and goes your friend said did you did you find him slumming from your parents club <laughs> uh... tennis I'm not great at I was at the boat club Oh, well, in which case, what you need is the riverboat shot. She looks at the bartender. She goes, Danny, I need a riverboat. And so Danny goes, got you. He comes over with a triple high shot. It is 
like mud water brown, right? But there's a little like stick in it, right? That looks like a little paddle. Oh. And he goes, um. this is the riverboat. Bottoms up. My God, Zed loves boats. That's so, so perfect. I what do are you doing, Zed? <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because as a as a performer I was really debating what would happen when this came up because I don't know exactly what Zed's stance is on this um, but I, I think he will have to take the shot it's super sweet like it's actually really good like Zed doesn't taste the booze it tastes like a chocolate brownie going down but about about Five minutes after you take it, you're like, oh, shit. Then you taste yeah. the laxative. <laughs> you're like, that was all liquor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, the dangerous ones are the ones you can't taste the liquor. Yep. So. Yeah. He goes, so. I think I know where you're here. She goes, I'm going to cut around. I was at the place when you came in for the meeting with the dude. Let's be circumspect. <laughs> when we met the dude and uh, the dude in the kilt. Dude. Oh, that. Oh, that meeting. I was there. I was in the, Where? the op center. In the op center. Oh, Becky, you should have said, hey, God. I can't. Okay. Well, you know. Plus, I you were, you know. Kind of making some heady decisions that night, girl. Oh, right. That was the night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think another shot over here, please. Some uh, he, nacho he fries. Out three, he lies <laughs> out three more shots. Oh, three. Oh, God. Well, there's three of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then about five minutes later, brings over some nacho fries. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Which, by this point, Zed, you're like, man, that looks good. Zed, you're going to love the fries. It's starting to hit you now, Zed. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> Can um, I check out the rest of the bar, too, like, as we're sitting here? Yeah, I mean, it's literally the, the entire length of the left side of the building is nothing but bar and bar stools all the way down the left side. On the right side, in the very far back, it looked to be a couple of restrooms. Um, forward to that, there is literally just these long narrow tables that are maybe 14 inches wide it starts about 10 feet forward to the back of the bar and runs the whole length almost like a second bar without a bar and they're just stools i mean fully packed this place probably holds like 90 people 100 people it's again it's about 15 16 feet wide at the the widest point but it goes back about 60. 70. Oh, okay. How full is the bar right now? Right now? I mean, it's a Wednesday, so I mean, there's probably 10, 15 people in here. Regulars. Anyone else? Does anyone seem like they're keeping eyes or ears on us? It, give me a perception check. I had a 15. There is a group of guys with, uh, do you know what a cut is? On a leather jacket, mm -hmm. biker thing. 
there's four guys with cuts in the back who seem to be taking a little bit too much interest. You don't like it. Is this a... Does the bar have, like, the, the mirror behind it? No. Oh, okay. So... The bar... Behind the bar... So... Oh, that's the where the kitchen feet, is. Sorry. Yeah. The first 10 feet behind the bar is nothing but liquor bottles. Then there's about a 20-foot span, because I said it was long, that fires, griddles, crap, sinks, stuff like that for the kitchen, and then the rest of it's more liquor bottles. Gotcha. And storage. Oh, I was I was going to keep an eye on them in the mirror, but um, I will... I'll just I'll just casually keep an eye on them, but very you know out of the corner of my eye kind of thing. Okay. So what I am doing then is I am letting Becky and Apex drive the whole conversation, and I am just being like the oh yeah uh huh in the moments when it's needed oh. in the conversation. Becky mostly wants to know if you're okay. She says she was in the outside of that night. She said, are you okay? Uh, I mean, you know, like, okay is relative. Um, yeah, most mostly in general, sure. Um, that's a complex question, Becky. <laughs> Uh, might need a few more drinks to dive into that one, but in general, yes. Um, so I, I gotta know if if you were there, then you know the uh, what's her name who was there, right? Um, could you tell me if she brought anybody in the other day? No but probably not for the reason you think. Mm, okay. The reason I think is that she seemed kind of shady. Lindsay's moved about 20 of us off-site. I'm sorry, who is Lindsay? She's the director. No, she's, she's no. the director of the IOG. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, Lindsay moved about 20 of us off site. Okay. We're not supposed to go to the office. We're working remote right now. <laughs> That's rough. Um, so, but like, what does that have to do with, uh, Adeline's one of those people that Lindsay moved off with me and some of the others that you met. So are you working with? Adeline or are you like all separate remote Adeline Mike others we're like in a new protocol baby okay okay I feel like I feel like we're kind of circling the the question here and not really getting anywhere um I'm kind of wondering if she double crossed us and took this person to no. somewhere else mm -hmm. for her own means. Nope. Mike's got him. Adeline. Okay. Adeline is uh, a 
Her dad, also an agent. She grew up in it. Mom was a refugee from Eritrea. Okay, okay. Uh, dad was former SBS in Britain and then left to join the IOG. You don't happen to know any of the information they've gotten out of this individual, do you? Not my field. Damn it. I've got a bet going tonight, Becky. <laughs> Here's what I can tell you. Oh, please. They split us off. It's a core team now, and that's it. So because they didn't trust people? Have you ever had termites? Um, no. <laughs> Until you start tearing the walls down, you don't know how far the termites go. Mm. So probably better to stay in a hotel for a few days until you figure it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So IOG you know, is like, like bed bugs. Sometimes. No, we're not oh. using the word. Sometimes you get bed bugs. And like when you get bed bugs, they got to bring those giant heaters. And you got to take out all the candles. You got to take all your stuff to come out. And like heat your house up like super heavy. And then you might be able to go back. But like you got to go through like that whole process first, mm. and there's a process, and so you know we're 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 staying in a hotel. Which one? Just a hotel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While they are talking, can I do an insight check on Becky, like to see if I feel like she's being truthful? Yes, you can. So that was a 26 with my fancy eyelid. You're not reading any, uh, both neither heart, um, blood pressure or, uh, pupil reaction that indicates she's lying at all. Can I also do one of the, uh, uh, kind of stretch moves and look at those biker guys and see what they're doing? <laughs> They moved a little bit closer. Like, you didn't even notice it at first, but they literally moved four stools down. Can I also give them a little cybernetic once-over? Yeah. Uh, 29. They're all carrying small arms. A couple of them are cybered out a little bit, but nothing major. Am I picking up anything that might lead me to believe like they're being antagonistic other than them just watching me and moving closer to me no but one of them has been on his glow an awful lot biscuits about this time apex you get a po very poorly spelled text from chone <laughs> that just says shots the letter R and then GR8 exclamation point. S H O T Z, the letter R, GR8 exclamation point, exclamation point. I messaged also... back, Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, you no. get. Might I suggest <laughs> that Joan send back like a little drawing of what's happening on the poll? <laughs> 
You you uh, assume there's one pole. That's like a jungle gym up there. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was about to say. It looks like a yeah. It looks like a jungle gym, or you know, some kind. Alex, of... There's, Alex, there's poles that go up. There's poles that go to the side. There's one that goes down at a forty-five. Wow. There's now four people on there. Like there's and... one that looks like a coat hook. Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but with Techhead, I can capture images of what I'm seeing. Right? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, then I'm definitely like the next time. The next time we do shots, uh, like Chun kind of lifts the thing up, takes a picture to make sure and make sure Maxie's in it. And yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Apex, you get a picture that you literally cannot believe. There's Chun and Ma Maxie sitting on a red velour couch next to what can only be described as somebody in the best of Cholo attire. Trust me, I know I own some of it. Um, <laughs> and some people in the background that are doing things that you were not sure were physically possible. They're, they're slightly while pixelated, not, though. While not wearing clothes. I'm very impressed. That takes a lot of skill. Um, I'm, I'm going to share it with Zed, of course, because... You know, <laughs> and then um, hey, jealousy. I'm gonna say, <laughs> Becky, girl, I gotta, I gotta level with you. I, I am in over my head. I am up a creek without a paddle. I am. I, you know, it's 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 tough out there. I need, I, I need some some kind of information. Anything you could give me. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. There's so much okay. going on right now that you gotta you gotta narrow it down, or I could write you a book. A book would be great. Just <laughs> right, but that takes some time to compile. Like, okay, okay, okay. Look, like, um, I mean, I don't want to like say too much. The thing that I'm telling you listening. is that there's about 20 people who you can trust. I'm one of them. Bike Tate, Lindsay. Adeline. It's just a mess right now. Okay, well, I can use that um, information. Um, any, anything, anything they've gotten from you know who, anything about. Uh, they've gotten a lot. Again, like, <sighs> it's a book. He's singing like a bird. He doesn't seem to care at this point. I need specifics, Becky. I'm gonna lose a bet. <laughs> also, I'm in over my head. <laughs> you gotta, again, you gotta like point the question a little more. Okay, like it's okay, hard. Okay. Like and, uh, oh, okay. Um, has he said anything about um, how to get in with the person he worked for? Or... He told us how he got in. Oh, perfect. That would be very useful. <laughs> Um, he got recruited right out of school. He was a amateur gymnast slash military slash college graduate, like, and he had moral flexibility. Just gotta remember, by that point, Identica already had a lot of data. She data mines to find her people. I mean, I know somebody with moral flexibility. <laughs> That's probably going to help. Uh, Zed, you notice that those guys, like when they run over to grab like a drink from the bar, every time they grab a drink from the bar, they get a, a stool closer. 
Jeez. Um, so as I'm keeping yeah. an eye... Go ahead. As I'm keeping an eye on that, I will kind of jump into the conversation. Not that I haven't been part of it, but I haven't been as active a part of it. Did he say anything that might indicate whether his replacement is already on the board? Yes. There's we can tell there is no replacement. So we're not sure what she's going to do next. Between cool. us. Cool. Let's leave. Oh. <laughs> okay. I haven't finished the nacho fries. Uh, we're going to get them to go. You're eating the nacho fries, and they are delicious, but you have not finished. Okay. Oh, so okay. I. Um, I I want to play off the let's go somewhere else to continue this party vibe. Cool. So we're going to try and be like, Becky, Apex, let's go someplace else. I know a great place. Like, kind of like that. Yes. And if either of you gives me, if either of them gives me that, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, just going to try to carry this con over. Apex, how are you reacting? I mean, I, I think it would be out of the ordinary enough for Zed to do that with Apex that I would just go along with it. Like, there's there must be a reason why he's acting this way. Okay. So. Um, so y'all get up like you're going to leave. As you do so, one of the guys was like, Hey! All three y'all, so cute. Why are you leaving already? Come back. I am going <laughs> to pretend I didn't hear them. He goes, I said, come back. All right. So I am going to then do the whole, okay, you two go wait in the car and I'll go back and talk to my new friend. So when he's he did that, he's like, you see him draw a pistol and go, nah, all three of you. And that's where we're going to stop. Shit. Is Zed going to have to dance the tequila to get you out of this? Shit. <laughs> you are really far away from where they are. We didn't bring the muscle. We didn't. <laughs> I was presuming, I'm presuming that Apex, so Apex and Zed, Apex has been a street kid for a while. Zed is a scumbag. And so I was presuming you brought small arms with you, much like Chone and Maxi did. So we'll get into I'm, that next session. Just whatever I'd normally have on me. I'm not good at it, though. <laughs> good. You just got to be smarter than the other ones. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. <laughs> we will see you on Wednesday for Identico After Dark, where I think we'll have special guest star Caleb, right? Ooh. And we're going to talk about some of the goings-on in the film and game industry. We haven't done that in a couple of weeks. Oh. Everybody, stay safe. Drink your water. If you're in the yeah. area, come come see our store. Apex needs to get over the mountains as soon as they clear. Right? Okay. I had a guy drive from Clayellum. Are the passes Ooh. even open? They were like yep. all closed. This guy drove from Cleella from Eastern Washington to come to the store. Damn. Like it was crazy. Um, it was <laughs> great to see everybody. 
we will pick this up again in two weeks, which will be the 31st of January. All y'all stay healthy. Do what you can do. Um, I'm going to drop our affiliate link for Hero Forge in there again. Uh, actually, a bunch of the Olympia people, they've already... It's the best place I've seen for building Identico-esque miniatures. You can build Rob's or stuff that looks like Rob's in there. You can build very cyberpunky stuff. So many pieces. So, so many, much yeah. stuff. It's, it's, and they're always adding stuff. That's why I backed their last Kickstarter and I love their stuff. They're great for Identico miniatures. So check out their thing. Support the show. We'll see you all on Wednesday for Identico After Dark. Apex, where can we, or Steph, where can we find you on the interwebs? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Starlet Firefly, and you can hear me on the podcast Cthulhu and Friends, which records on Sundays. Uh, our Twitter is at CAF Podcast. You can also hear me on my other podcast, Sawyer and Bennett and Zombies, which is at Sawyer and Bennett. Caleb, where can we find you? I am on the socials at the Caleb G, and you can also hear me over on the RPG Academy, we should be bringing back our 13th age campaign within the next couple weeks. Cool. Check that one out. Awesome. Kaylee, where can we find you? You can find me at, at Anime Girl on Twitter uh, or at Redemption Podcast uh, or on the Redemption Podcast. Our new episode just dropped, well, like two hours ago. Mm-hmm. You can find me there with Michael. So, redemptionpodcast.com. Michael, where can they find you, sir? You know, as as Kaylee just mentioned, you can also find me on Redemption as well. It is a Star Wars actual play set just after the Clone Wars. Things are going crazy, and it's a good time to hop in. Uh, you Ooh, can also that's find good... me on the socials at Loser MLW. That's a great time period, right after the Clone Wars, mm. Rise of the Empire. That one's really fun. There's a lot Our... of there's a lot of like, yeah, lot going on. To uncover. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you for our new followers and new uh, subscribers. Again, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yay! You can catch all the previous episodes of Chaos Inc. and Angel City Stories on our YouTube channel. Just search for Identico, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Have a great night, everybody. Night!